Welcome to the Playbook for Amazon podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Lieber, and the goal of this podcast is to share what's working today that's helping my company, Turnkey Product Management, sell over eight figures per year on Amazon for our clients. We will share with you the actionable steps, systems, and playbook that you can plug into your business to boost your sales on Amazon. Let's go. Hello, everyone. My name is Brad Enright, and welcome to the Amazon Playbook Podcast brought to you by Turnkey Product Management. Today, we are going to be talking about Amazon financing with Acrumi. We're going to be joined by Don Hennig, the founder of Acrumi. Don came out of retirement about four years ago to start this business. Prior to Acrumi, Don spent a number of years in the mortgage industry. He spent time in the publishing industry. He produced eight feature films. We'll talk about that quickly here during the episode today. And he spent a lot of time in the real estate industry. So we are thrilled to have a crew me here today. Don, good to meet you. How is everything going? Good to see you, Brad. Thanks. That was a fun introduction. Uh, a, lot well, of, a lot of good stories around all of that. Yeah. It's all true. So that's why the introduction is so good. But yep. for those of you that are joining us today that don't know a lot about Akrumi, it is a, it's a company that helps fund, that helps Amazon sellers fund inventory and other needs that they have with their business. And I'm going to let Don speak to all of that specifically as it's his company. But again, we wanted just to bring this new company to everybody's awareness. So if you're, if you're out there and you're selling on Amazon, you need some funding this is definitely an option for you. So Don, let's get right to it. Tell the listeners a little bit about Acrumi. Why did you start it and how does it work? Sure, well, we did something that's never been done before. And I tend to do these things in my career. You know, literally a friend of mine from like 30 years ago in the mortgage industry, he and I hadn't spoken in maybe 20 years. And I reached out just to say, hey, man, I hope all is well. And the next thing you know, we're having lunch. And before you know it, you know, months later, he's teaching me about Amazon and Amazon sellers. And I knew nothing about it. So I did some research. It was really you know, amazing. And it, you know, what I, I called three sellers. I asked them you know, a bunch of questions because I knew nothing. And the last question I asked each one of them was, what do you need? They all said, we need better sources of financing. The sources of financing, you know, according to them, were very bad and predatory. I said, okay. So Eric and I sat down at lunch one day and over 90 minutes, we sat down and came up with a model that's never been done. And here's the model in, in just a nutshell. And, and what we I'm did really- was we said, let's sit down as if we're sellers. What do we want? You know, there's an open book. Forget about what's been done for 2000 years. Open book, what would we want? And the first thing we said was, oh, you know, I don't want to pay interest. How's that? All right. So no interest and, and no fees. All right. So let's let's start there. And you know what would be great is if I don't have to make monthly payments because it makes no sense to make monthly payments if I have opportunities to grow my business. So think about it. You know, I, I, I take out money. I'm going, I buy inventory and I'm going to be able to buy more inventory and make money on, on it over the next 30 to 60 days. But instead of doing that, I take money out of my business and send it to a lender. It makes no sense. It, it's just so counterintuitive for the business, but who's it good for? It's good for the lender. So it's all about protecting the lender. So we said, what if 
they only paid us when it made sense for the seller, meaning that when they have slow times. So when they have slow times, their inventory will come down, their cash position goes up. That makes sense. That's when you should be making payments, but not when you not in October when you're buying inventory that you're going to sell within 60 days and make a lot of money on it. it. Makes no sense. So all right, so no interest, no fees, no payments. And we said, well, how about we make it like a, a line of credit? So there's no term. So use it as long as you want or as short as you want. And we're saying, well, what if people start paying us off like really quickly? So initially, we said you have to keep our money for six months. And then we realized that it, it, it's silly. It doesn't. People are not paying us back that quickly. They love what we do. Once they join us, they love what we do. So we eliminated that. So it's just a line of credit. If they take our money and they don't, you know, they they pay it back in 30 days. They pay it back in 30 days. They pay it back in three years. They pay it back in three years. We have sellers that haven't made a payment right now for over two years. And, and, and the funny story, though, Brad, you can imagine going to Wall Street to raise the first yeah. amount of money—a hundred million dollars we get, right? And we're sitting around this big, you know, table with all these very, very smart hedge fund people, and with, who were building spreadsheets like better than we could ever even, you know, consider doing. And they're saying, "Well, will anyone ever pay you?" And you know, what are you going to say?、Uh, yeah, we think they will. You know, it, it makes sense. If they pay us, you know, and here's the the reasons for it, but you know we don't know, and so our very first client didn't make a single payment until the 19th month. Imagine that, and the hedge funds are looking at us like, are you sure this makes sense? Yeah, because we're earning, and this is how it works: we earn a piece of the profits for as long as they they use our money. Go so, a little, go a little. Yeah, I know you, you have a new model that you guys have introduced. Yeah, because of your four-year anniversary. So finish、yep. what you're talking about, please. But then, then, then dive into this new model that you guys yeah have introduced well, it, for all of same, your clients. It's the same model, but it's a different percentages. I'll give it to you right now. Okay. So, so here's the deal. And I was just talking to somebody this morning from Europe, and they they said the same thing that just about everybody says to me. Why would anybody not do this? I I, I agree. You know, so here's here's the way it works. You know, again, no interest, no fees, no monthly payments, no term, and we earn a percentage of profits. What do we earn? Well,、uh, we're going to use an example. I'm going to stay at a high level. So let's assume the seller is earning a 10% ROI. Very reasonable. 10% ROI. The seller keeps 100% of the profit on their money. All right. So they they're not giving anything up. Then. They and this is what we our mo- original model was. Then they would earn fifty percent, five zero on our money. But we just changed that, so they earn a hundred percent of the profit on their money, plus they earn seventy five percent of the profit on our money, plus any profit over the ten percent ROI, they keep a hundred percent. They can't lose. Literally, we set it up so they can't lose. So the big the, why would anybody not do this? Because they're like. What's the catch? It sounds too good to be true. That's、yeah. our biggest. That's our biggest obstacle. They're looking up at that shoe that's dangling, waiting for it to fall, and it's yeah, not gonna fall. So, and in, and in finance, there's always that shoe. There's always that fine print, like you know, oh, and if you look the other way, the interest rate goes up to thirty-two percent. You know, <laughs> no, no, we don't. We don't have any of that. There's none of that, and and you don't lose any equity. We don't get any equity, and yeah, you know, and that's it. 
It's really pretty simple. Kind of, you may have already answered my next question. I mean, with everything that you just talked about, is there any any is there anybody else in your industry, a competitor that you might have that operates in any way near this model? No. Are you are you just the complete outlier in this whole industry? Complete outlier. You know, there are some of our competitors have made some adjustments where at the end of the year they don't require monthly payments. There's one that they, I, I believe the way they work is they go out and they buy the inventory and they mark the inventory up when they sell it back to you. So instead of you buying the inventory, they buy it mm -hmm. and then they mark it up and, and basically sell it back to you. So they finance that. So there's no payments for that short period of time, maybe 60 days, uh, 40 days, you know, 45 days, 60 days, something like that. So they're all trying to emulate the zero payments, but nobody does what we do. They all have the interest you know, tied to it. And it, it's interesting the way they try to do it. They try to make it sound like this, like, like it costs nothing. So I'll give an example. Yeah. This is a standard, standard deal in this industry. And it's always based on revenue, not profit. We're, we're the only one based on profit. Uh, and a standard deal is, let's say you're, let's say you're going to borrow a hundred thousand dollars and the interest rate or the fee what they have started doing is instead of charging an interest rate, they charge a fee and the fee might be 8%. So you're going to spend $8,000. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, it's now you repay it based upon how your revenue. So the goal from the lender side is to have you repay it as quickly as possible. The goal from the seller side is to repay it as slowly as possible. The seller has no say in it. The lender sets it up. And now, and the lender takes the money right out of your account with the, with, with your revenue. So let's say they have you pay it back in four months. Sometimes it's three months, sometimes it's five, but call it four. That means you have to uh, refinance that, that loan three times for the year. Per year. Because yeah. you're repaying it every four. So, so now instead of paying 8% or $8,000, you're really paying $24,000 on that $100,000. You know, so it. it's a little, yeah. little, little tricky. So okay. we tried to eliminate all the, all the little BS finance stuff that we've seen our whole career and just sure. make it simple. You know, yeah, I mean, we call it the rich uncle program. Yeah. I mean, the, the industries that you've spent time in, you know, obviously the mortgage industry, the real estate industry, you've yeah. seen every type of financing yeah. model known to man most likely and in this hemisphere yeah. so your Some experience of your, and your partners contributed greatly to this yeah. just oh, yeah. all these different options and versions and then you said and you approach it from the seller side well what would i want to do and so i think it's a great way to, to build that up with just that foundation from just your past experience to let's look at it from what the seller needs what yeah. the customer needs and try to make it as friendly to them as possible without obviously putting you guys in jeopardy and it sounds like you've been able to do that yeah as people are listening to this and they may be in need of funding and they're already maybe picking up the you know getting on their computer to try to send you an email right now what do you need i'm sure you know you, you probably work with a lot of people but you probably can't work with everyone right so what are any sort of requirements that you need for someone to work and qualify for an accrue me 
a lending sure. situation. Sure. It's very, we have it very, very simple. A minimum of six months in the business profitably. All right. So you, we want to see that the seller is profitable. Because you, you do everything on profit. Yeah, we do everything on profit. If they're not profitable, we're not going to make any money. And we don't want to do that. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> we want to see that they're profitable and, and then do a fair deal like I just explained it. Uh, and we want them to be in business at least six months. And the minimum that will go now is $20,000. We've increased it. And we want to actually start increasing it even higher than that. Just because we get a, a, you know, a lot of companies that are looking for us and wanting our, our, our financing. But we think it's more geared to the larger sellers. So you know, we find that the sellers who need $100,000 or more they see what we're doing. A lot of them have CFOs or you know financial consultants, and when the financial people look at what we're, what we're doing, every single time they say, "Oh my God, will you give me money on those terms?" This is the financial guy, you know. <laughs> They're always, I swear, every time, and you know we laugh about it. But when they have a financial guy involved, there's no selling on our part. It's just it's a done deal. So the larger the deals, the easier they are. The faster they go through, the, the more profitable they are for the seller and for us, and it's just a better relationship. We like it, you know. We, but we, but deep down, we like doing the small deals to help the sellers. So when we yeah. started, we went down as low as five thousand dollars, just simply because we wanted to help these sellers. But we found that that wasn't very smart on our part. Sure, sure, that that makes sense. So we know what the kind of the financial guidelines are and preferences are. Anything that you look for in terms, anything in terms of categories on Amazon that you won't work, do you have to be a physical product brand or is there any, are there services that may be offered through Amazon or anything like that that you will work with or cannot work with? We have, we have no, if Amazon will work with them, then we'll work with them. If Amazon allows you to sell the product, that's all that we care about. Okay. Yeah, we, we have no no parameters around products. And it's kind of fun when you look at some of the products. I, I think now, right now we have like 50 or 60,000 products that our sellers are, are, are selling. And when you go through it, it's too much to really go through. But when you, you know, every once in a while I get to skim, like what are the, these products? I'm like, wow, we're selling that? <laughs> yeah. like, holy cow, it's, it's pretty interesting. It's fun. No, no, I would imagine. So, I mean, I working in the industries I've worked in, crowdfunding, and now on Amazon, you've seen some, you've seen some great products, and you've probably seen some ideas and some other Absolutely. things that, you know, weren't so great. And I said, I, I see right. the same thing. So, yeah. no, that's great. No, it's a great industry to work in because you see what just how creative and how it's amazing. Smart. There's how many people are out there that come up with these great concepts, these great ideas, and and figure out a way to sell them profitably and make a business out of it. It's really a remarkable thing to be around on a daily basis. I've really enjoyed it since I've been in these industries. So no, I I completely agree with you. I agree. Hey, Brad, before we continue, there's a a question that I probably should have answered before. So let me jump the gun on this. Go right ahead. What do we define as profit? That's going to be important for the seller. Yeah, yeah, that's that that was a follow-up that I had. But yeah, go right ahead. Ah, Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> so no problem. what do we define as profit since that's how we make our money and that's how you know we earn profit it's all the amazon profit so it's the gross revenue from amazon less your cost of goods sold less all the amazon fees including ppc 
And if you have it, and if you if you're using a 3PL, we take those costs off as well. Okay. All right. So you're really yeah. taking out. So this is really a, a friendly opportunity here. It, it's people. real. It, yeah. It's real. It's real profit. It's not like you know coming up with some BS number so we can make more money than you or anything like that. Yeah. Exactly. The only time it it, it it affects a seller really is if the seller is very large and owns their own warehouse, then they have expenses there that we're not including in the profit calculation. So that's where, you know, we tell the seller right up front when we're talking to somebody, they come to us and they want, you know, two, two and a half million dollars. And I, I tell them flat out, here's our way we, we run profit. You probably have, you know, 10 or 20 employees and, and, and a building, you know, we're not counting that. So they go, oh yeah, now we see it. So you know, I don't want to waste anybody's time. But following up on that same line, sure. are there minimums or maximums in terms of lending? If someone comes to you and requests, you know, high six figures or a seven figure amount of money, will you say no? Can you say no? Or do you say yes, provided you do your due diligence and your research and they share the information for you that makes it known that you're, gonna, you're not in this for you know, you're not a, a loan shark here, but I mean, you have to make sure you're lending money to the right people. Are there minimums or maximums that you guys do kind of uphold? Yeah, we, we, we you know, our published amounts are 20,000 to a million. We've done more than a million, but it's, it's not our sweet spot. Okay. You know, our sweet spot, I would say, is probably, you know, 40,000 to 300,000. 400,000 somewhere in there is is our sweet spot that we don't even you know it's just done I never even hear about it it just gets done if we get somebody for 750 800,000 it'll probably you know one of the, the te- people on the team is probably going to reach out to me and say Don I just want you to take a look at this one okay okay but that's it and that takes five minutes you know okay. we built the system to do it so it's you know yeah it's not a lot of uh, mental craziness that goes into these things it's all it's all done not a lot of vetting on your side it's all no and we don't we don't pull credit reports we're not looking at financial statements all we look at are the is the inventory and then we built the system to to determine how how fast it will turn and how profitable profitable it will be and that's all that's all that matters how quickly it will turn and how profitable so how good's your inventory really yeah okay that makes total sense. Switching gears a little bit here. If, if there's an Amazon seller out there that is in need of funding for something like a crew me provides, and maybe they're trying to decide between your company and two or three other ones that are out there, what are the thing? And these are all going to be applicable, you know, case by case, brand owner to entrepreneur to entrepreneur. What are things that they should be looking for? in terms of that's going to benefit them? And what are some red flags that if they come across should be a cause for concern? Well, you know, I I think it's probably one and the same. The the thing that I would look for are reviews. You know, we are are the number one rated capital provider on Seller Central. And we're proud of that. You know, we have a, a bunch of reviews and they're all five star. You know, sellers that use us love us. And then we have some much larger, you know, 10 times larger lenders, you know, in the industry that have 
either zero or you know like one or two reviews. And why would that be? Because they don't want reviews. And you know, it's just I don't know how they do it, but they fix the system somehow so that they're not getting any reviews. And we love it. We love getting reviews. So you know, we again we're number one rated capital partner. We're not the largest, but we're number one. Okay, hard to beat number one. It's hard to beat number one. It is hard to beat number one. And, and um, people like to and people like to complain. So you know, it's <laughs> when you get all these positive things, it feels good. We really yeah, do nobody likes people that are successful. That's that's true. Yeah. What's a what's a couple of success stories that you can share with us? Maybe someone that you know is maybe a well-known brand that you've worked with, or one that you just feel, even if it's not well-known, it was just if you've been in this industry like I have, and I worked in crowdfunding, we would take a product that we thought had you know just internally thought this isn't going to do that well, but right. this turns out that it has its niche and it resonates and it does you know six figures or you know something like that. So. What are, you know, do you have a couple of stories that you could share with us just to give people some some inspiration? And just if maybe they're feeling a little bit down on their luck right now, hey, just keep going. I, I definitely agree with that. I, I don't really want to talk about specific products because, need name that, right. yeah, the, the, you know, the sellers probably wouldn't want me to give away their secrets. <laughs> but, and we, we hold that stuff very, very tight. But I'll give sure. you a, a couple of things. So one thing is that we work with which people are surprised about, private label sellers, wholesale sellers, and retail arbitrage. And we actually have some online arbitrage as well. And what's interesting about that is, you know, I look at private label sellers who have gone from, you know, doing like $8,000 a month in revenue, and a year later doing like $120,000 a month in revenue. And, and, they, and they come out, clear as day and say, never could have done it without a crewmate. One guy is a good story and a bad story. Private label. The best kind. Uh, from, from Israel. Nice, nice, nice guy. And he paid us off in four months. It's the shortest we've ever had. And he called me to apologize. He said, Don, I'm, you know, heavy accent. He goes, I'm, yeah, I, I'm doing so well. He goes, the, the injection of money that, that I got from a crewmate just you know, blew my business up. He goes, I'm making so much money. I have so much cash right now. I don't need your money or anybody's money anymore. He goes, I feel bad, but I have to pay you off. I said, no, that's the way it's supposed to go. You know? yeah. but anyway, at the end of the call, I, I said to him, would you do me a favor and tell your friends about us? And in his heavy Israeli accent, he said, are you kidding me? I'm telling everyone, this is a miracle. <laughs> so that was a great one. <laughs> But I'll give you, I'm going to give you a wholesale guide. Is a wholesale yeah, please do. Again, similar, this is available oh, anywhere, yeah. not just products. You know, not individual products. You can you exactly. can do wholesale with the crew me too. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and is also a, a retail arbitrage one. It's kind of similar, but you know, a little bit longer term. So, this wholesale guy, young guy, 22 years old, comes to us about a year and a half ago in December, and so we approve him from. A small amount, maybe $25,000. And in December, his profit was $1,500. All right, so small. We gave him the twenty dollars or $25,000 in January. Then February, he put it all to work. And, and with wholesale, you can turn it around pretty quickly. And yeah. he built, so we gave him more money. 
Then he did it again, and we gave him more money. By by April or May, I think it was, let's, let's just say May, his net profit went from December $1,500 to May $44,000 net profit to July 56,000 net profit. And he Good. just took off from there. You know, we, and as he said, never could have done it without you guys. Now, one more a retail arbitrage guy, nice guy. Good, yeah. He came to us. Let's cover all really, the bases. Oh yeah. He, he I, I remember this guy, he came to us in, in August, like two years ago. And I remember his net profit because I remember looking at it. $2,500 is what he earned in, in August. We gave him the money and he started grow, growing and growing and growing. And, you know, retail arbitrage takes a lot of work. Well, it was just over a year. So it was the 13th month and looked at his account. And he also was at, I think his net profit was $46,000. In just over a year, he went from $2,500 a month to $46,000. The next month, honestly, he went down to thirty-nine. Then he went up to 44 so he was right in that so you know he probably hit ran into that wall where it was just this is as, as much as i can do mm -hmm. well, then he came back to me a few months later and you know we coach these people on, on things however we can help and he wanted to just have the conversation and so we talked about opening up wholesale and so we introduced him to a wholesale distributor who we have a great relationship with who has great products and here this guy, he's now taking some of his profits and he put it into wholesale because wholesale, you know, once you're doing the business and you understand the business, and you understand, you know, how to do the whole thing. Wholesale is kind of an easy addition to your business mm -hmm. and it's consistent. You know, you're you're, you're going to turn everything over every 30 to 45 days. You know, it's boom, boom, boom. And yep. if you have a good distributor, you, you, know, you can really clean up and not use a lot of brain cells. So he then, so he went from retail arbitrage, he added on wholesale, and then about, I don't know, maybe five or six months later, he came back and said, you know, hey, why don't you see my new product that I'm designing right now, private label. So now he's got the whole thing covered. And I don't know where his profit is right now, to be honest with you, I haven't looked in a while. But, you know, to get these people to go from, you know, a relatively small amount and give them the boost that they need. And the big boost is that they didn't have to take money out of their business to make payments. They could yeah. take, take all that profit and put it back into the business and grow the business. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a, a calculation that people should think about. What does a monthly payment actually cost? So mm -hmm. think about this. Let's just say you're earning a 10% ROI and you're gonna borrow $100,000 and your monthly payment's gonna be 12,000. All right, $12,000 a month. When you take that $12,000 out of your business to send it to the lender, you're actually losing the ROI you would have earned on that $12,000. So if your ROI was 10%, you would have earned $1,200 in profit on that money this month and every month going forward. And next month, you take $12,000 out for your monthly payment. Now you're losing $2,400 a month in profit. It's not just the $24,000 that you took out of the business, mm -hmm. but you're actually losing real profit every month going forward until you get down to zero. And then you have to refinance that loan 
and you get another injection of a hundred thousand, and you start the process over. The process all over again. Yeah, yeah, no, makes sense. Makes sense. It does. Yeah. Again, yeah. Everybody that's listening, again, accrue me. Terrific company. Please, if you're in the if you're in in the search or on the look for some funding for your Amazon business, please reach out to Don here. We're almost done. Don, how can people find you and get in touch with you to have yes, a conversation sure. with a member of your staff or your team about working together? How can they find you? Yeah, I, I well, you can always just go to Accrue Me and, and click on get, get a Funding Offer. It takes about three minutes. It, you know, we don't ask for your social or anything like that. We don't pull credit and look at bank statements and all that kind of stuff. We're just going to ask for access so we can see your inventory. But for me personally, you know, LinkedIn is always the best. So if, if you connect with me on LinkedIn, it's my full name, Donald, D-O-N-A-L-D, Hennig, H-E-N-I-G. And, you know, I'm one of those people that actually responds to people on LinkedIn, you know? So like after a, a podcast or a webinar, I might get, you know, people reaching out from Pakistan, from Nigeria, from all over the world. Mm-hmm. And people that are not really ready yet, but I do what I can to help them anyway. Is you know, if I can help them, just give them the ideas or help them somehow to get on the right track. I always do. And so you will work. You guys will fund inner companies outside the U.S. As long as they're doing business in the U.S. In the U.S. Okay. Yeah, we don't care where they're located. And then, last thing, you, as you mentioned, the one thing you do is verify inventory, just so people can be prepared when they go, so they know what to do when they sign up. To, to get that quote, how do you verify their inventory? Well, initially what we do is we just access their Seller Central account. Okay. So we pull down their inventory, we can see it. And then we send them an email with a spreadsheet and ask for their cost per unit. Okay. And we're not verifying the cost per unit initially, but we ask them to just give us the number, whatever it is. They all know what their cost per units are. And it goes into the system so we can spit out a very quick proposal for them. And they could see all the terms 100% right up, right up front. And then ongoing, we ask for invoices as they're buying the inventory. Okay, terrific. As I mentioned at the beginning, Don, you've produced eight feature films. One that you mentioned to me was Rock of Ages with Tom Cruise. It was the musical with Tom Cruise and yep. Alec Baldwin. And unfortunately, we all got to hear Tom Cruise sing in that movie, which isn't always the best thing. Come on, he was pretty so good. Funny. He, he got better from good. Top Gun, though. I'll give him that much. He did get better from Top Gun to this one. I'll tell you a story about that. I'm going to say, if you want, you just share it. Just, we'll end on a fun high note here. Tell sure. us a quick Rock of Ages story. Sure. So, you know, when, when we signed Tom Cruise to be the starring role, it, it was four months before we got a signed contract. We didn't know what was going on. We kept reaching out to his agent, what's going on. Oh, he's committed, he's committed, he's committed. We'll sign the damn contract. If one month later, we get the signed contract. And then we were told what happened. What happened was he wanted to be, you know, Tom Cruise, the best at anything that he does. He is, you know, that's who he is. He's a perfectionist. Four months, he went into the studio every day with a voice coach and the, the head of our musical group with nobody knowing. They all, all privately, so that he could practice all these songs, you know, and, and perfect them before he agreed to do it. And when we did the actual musical with him, we did it. We, we brought 5,000 people in to a stadium down in Florida. And that nobody knew who it was going to be. They were all paid, you know, just to be there. 
-hmm. And he comes out in full gear and performs a full concert. He's doing ACDC. It was unbelievable. Yeah. The guy is incredible. And I'll tell you just one last thing about him because people always ask me about it. Yeah. Nice, nice guy. What I liked about him was when he would come on the set, he didn't care about, you know, the director, the producers and all of that. He would go to the lighting people and talk to them. He would go to the people serving the food and talk to them, sign autographs, shake hands, have conversations. You know, he was a, a total gentleman. The way he, he did exactly what my father would want me to do. You know, treat yeah. everybody as an equal. And that's who he, that's that's what I saw with this guy. He was a good guy. Awesome. I think it's a great way to end it. Don Henning from Akrumi. Can't thank you enough for your time. Thank you, Brad. Uh, we will uh, look forward to catching up with you again soon. And again, thank you for your time and good luck with the rest of your year here as we all kind of head towards Q3 with the Akrumi. And we'll talk with you soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Brad. All right. Thanks, Don.